The NBA Odds Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Las Vegas may be closed, but the MyBookie Casino is open 24-7. They're also home to the free $10,000 Blackjack Madness Tournament. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DGen Madness. We're giving away $3,000 in our virtual NCAA tournament. The games will be streamed live with SGP commentary and betting lines from mybookie.ag. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest for all the info. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And welcome to the NBA Oz Pod. I'm your host, Ryan McKee. You can follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. And today I am joined by uh, the number one Spurs fan that I personally know, uh, Becky Garcia. What's up? Hey, hey Ryan. Uh, where can people find you online or plug whatever oh, you want? I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really... Okay, I so I would say like my Twitter handle and all, but I'm trying to get a job, and <laughs> so I had to like uh, I had to uh, make my tweets private. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I you know since I just moved back down to the south, uh, they don't like some of the things I'm saying from what I've been told. Like friends that live here, they're like you probably want to you know go incognito for a while with uh, your beliefs and your thoughts. I get so. it. I get it. So if you want to follow Becky online, she is now a ghost. You can't. Sorry. All Sorry. you'll get is this podcast of her. Yeah. Wait till I get a job and then I can be myself again. So uh, Becky and I have known each other for years and years and years. Back in uh, early days of living in L.A., we met. Um, you're from San Antonio, but then you moved to L.A. by way of Chicago, right? Yes, sir. You got it right. I went to Second City, Chicago. Um, uh, I was doing the conservatory. I, I, you know, got accepted into that. And then quickly I learned that I hated it. And so I, I just dumped all of the, the improv classes and just started concentrating on stand-up instead, which is what I really wanted to do anyway. But when I signed up for Second City, I really thought I was going to like a funny school. I thought it was going to help me be funnier yeah, and I don't know if that's something that you can teach. No, uh, it's not. Sure apparently, teach that to me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is an acting school. I get it because like the teacher was like, okay, the scene is you just had an abortion. Let's see, you know, like <laughs> act it out. And I was like, oh, I don't want to cry for funsies. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, those abortion improv scenes are rough. Yeah, it's I, hard to find the funny in that. I get it. I get it. We're raised in San Antonio, so you were born and raised a Spurs fan. Yes, uh, I know nothing. I've been to San Antonio once. Seems like a cool place, but I know nothing about it. What is it like growing up there with one sports, like one major sports team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's enough if your sports team is good. You know, like it'll do. There's always been talks of like us getting our own football team and I honestly don't know why why we don't have one because all of Texas is it's a big it's a football state yeah so I think we kind of deserve one um but San Antonio is nice like I 
it, I don't mind being back here at all. Like I always thought one day I was probably going to come back here anyway. Cause it's just, it just felt like that was a place I was meant to settle down. Also all my family is here. Um, it's, it's a good medium pace. Like it's not boring. Um, we learn about shit a little bit later than everybody else. <laughs> uh, but just, I mean, it, you're only like an hour South of Austin though, right? Oh yeah. We're, that's our sister city. I, I, I can be on the 35 and I'll be there in 45 minutes. So you actually find out stuff about, you find out about like cool stuff later than Austin though. It takes you that long to we're go like to our South. Behind. Yeah. We're like three weeks behind in trends. So. <laughs> So, um, and then I know the big thing there that I was introduced to are ice houses, like where you sit around outside and drink beer, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't even think of them as ice houses. Just like, that's just a bar here. Like, we have so many outdoor drinking places. And now with the whole quarantine, you can buy alcohol to go. Like, a lot of restaurants are just selling booze in the drive-thru now. But we also, yeah, we used to have, like, just, like, a liquor barns where... It, it's like it was like a gas station you just drive through it yeah and just pick up your booze and head on out and drink and drive i mean now correct me if i'm wrong the story i heard behind the ice houses is that back in the day when people would have to go and actually get physical blocks of ice to cool their food in their before they had like modern refrigeration the men would go be sent there to go get ice and they would stop and have beers with their friends while they were waiting for the ice or whatever, and then they'd bring it back. Is that how it started? That is the rumor that I've heard as well, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow, look at this history we're getting into. Okay, we'll talk basketball now. What, uh, what's like the first Spurs teams you really remember getting into? Uh, Spurs teams? Like yeah. what year? Yeah, like what era, what players? Uh, Terry Cummings. Uh, Avery Johnson, David Robinson, of course. Yeah. Uh, Sean Elliott, like that was my first dream team. So it was at like late eighties. Yeah. Like yeah. was it, how big of a deal was it when you guys got David Robinson? Huge. He was like, in everybody's eyes, he's like 10 feet tall. Like, yeah, he's a big personality, even though he's like so muted and uh, sweet, but, uh, yeah. He feels a- like that was your, at least in our lifetime, your first big star. Yeah. And it worked well for San Antonio because I guess this is now, I mean, I guess this is now considered military city USA. I didn't know that until I got back a few months back. Okay. I saw like some placards. I'm like, it's like, welcome to military city. I'm like, oh no. Um, Why is it military city USA? We have so many air force bases. Like every other man in my family worked for the air force base. Like after they worked for the railroad, like super blue collar, but yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of jar heads down this way. <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah. and so, but they loved uh, David Robinson because he, he has that background. Yeah. Yeah. He had to go, he went to the, what, the, the Admiral Academy. The Admiral. Yeah. The Admiral. Yeah. Even though he never made the actual title of Admiral, that was his nickname, <laughs> Admiral. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then you had Avery Johnson. And uh, he was also in the military too. The general. I'm thinking. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I will believe you there. I don't know that it's much about him. It's been so long. I don't remember. But I, I think it's because he's small. So I call him the general. We all call him the general, I want to say. And then I think about the general, the like auto insurance guy. It's another small guy. So maybe I'm just getting them mixed up. Yeah. Small military dudes. <laughs> now, is your whole family like huge Spurs fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, 
Every time I would come home, like every, the whole time I lived in LA, every time we made playoffs, which is pretty much every year. And so like recently, that's heartbreaking. um, I'd make sure to catch a game with my dad, a playoff game, like the first, first round, we got to go to a game. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. There are no sports on TV and the casinos are all shut down. So you might be asking yourself, I'm bored. What the hell am I supposed to do? Well, MyBookie has the answer for you. They're now offering you the opportunity to bet on simulated sports so you can get that itch scratched and win some cash. The best part is it's not just 2K either. They've got lines and odds on NFL Madden and NCAA too. So if you're feeling the void from March Madness finals that should have happened last month, you can get a second chance at the hype with MyBookie's virtual madness matchups. It's an absolute degen madness. NFL, NBA, NCAA, they've got it all and more coming with a slate of games going off every two hours from noon until midnight, every damn day of the week. And get this, guys, because if you're like me and you knew the UFC wasn't going to get away with UFC 249 this weekend, don't even sweat it because my bookie is throwing their own event. They'll have action on a roster of fighters and betting options all for you to build that bankroll back up. If you want to get in on some blackjack, they've got a free to enter $10,000 tournament going on right now and you could still get a foot in. The fact is all local casinos are shut down right now, but MyBookies is open with its proverbial doors to everyone, pros and newcomers alike. They make it simple and easy to understand and easy to win. Go to mybookie.ag and sign up now using our exclusive promo code to snag yourself some extra funds to play with tonight. Go, go, go. Do not be the last man to take advantage of this promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at mybookie.ag. Was there always like a love affair with Popovich or was there a period where Spurs fans hated him? I can't speak well, I can't speak for all Spurs fans, but I will tell you that I hated him when he first came on. Like, I don't, I was just such a, like, like a Larry Brown kid. Like, I just love Larry Brown. I just thought he was a shit. And <laughs> whenever Popovich came along, I don't know why. I just didn't trust him. I was like, I don't know about this guy. He's in a suit. I just, I just thought he was like a corporate businessman. And I was like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, I think it took at least one championship. And then I was like, all right, I guess this guy knows what he's doing. Did you, growing up, did you have the perception that the rest of the country thought you guys were a boring team? Oh, always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Anybody I ever met from out of town, it's just like, like, oh, it's a cute team you have. Like, you guys are boring as hell. And we get it. But uh, at least people didn't hate us. That's what I liked. I'm like, well, you can't. Well, I hated you guys. No, come on. That's a waste of energy. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I had to hate you because you would always kill us. I understand. I guess, I mean, I kind of always hated the Lakers. but I Well, hated everybody the hates the Lakers, except okay. Lakers fans. Yeah. I don't hate them anymore, though, now. Because now I just feel bad. You just feel bad for them? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the whole, like, I didn't like Kobe until he retired. And then I liked yeah. Kobe as a person. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. A, a few things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some now, question, he has some questionable history with uh, women. The ladies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, they look good now. Yeah. New, it, yeah. new slate, new chapter. So, this, yeah. So I grew up with the Spurs being a great but boring team. And then only on the onset of the internet did I realize that it's like a tradition in 
San Antonio that you guys have hilarious commercials. They're so good. With the Spurs. When did those start? Do you remember? I can't remember the first time I ever laughed uh, at a Spurs commercial, but they're, they've always been so entertaining. And I don't know how, how they agree to this. I don't know. The writers are so damn good. I don't know who writes these things. The, the big ones are, so what's the supermarket chain that does them? H-E-B, Howard E. Butt. That's his name. <laughs> Howard E. Butt? <laughs> no, that's really his name? Yeah, that's his real name. I don't know if the, they put the E at the end of his uh, butt name. I think it's Howard E. Butt. <laughs> Howard? It sounds e. very much like Howard Eat Butt. Howard Eats Butt. I mean, he'd, he'd eat it if he sold it at his grocery store. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just Howard E. Butt. No E at the end of the butt, but it is B-U-T-T. Wow. Oh, there's a junior and a senior. Huh. You think he'd really... Butt. You'd think he would really try to distance himself from that name in a grocery store, but still H-E-B. Well, that's probably why he's like, let's not call it Howard, Howard Butts or Butts. <laughs> it's like H-E-B, just my initials. Heb. I wasn't sure if people called it Heb. The Heb? H-E-B. Nope. H-E-B. Are there any commercials that stand out to you that you remember? My favorite one is a, I think it's a Tide commercial. It's definitely for a laundry detergent. I'm excited to try out the new HEB Bravo Plus. So let's make sure you have a pile for whites and a pile for colors, okay? What about delicates? Are you serious? Never mind. Okay, I'm done. Should I throw these in? Whoa. How are you doing that? Doing what? Your hand, man. It's like you're part bear. This is just how I do it, man. Try HEB Bravo Plus with four powerful cleaning enzymes, the same numbers tied for a lot less. That that's your favorite? That's my favorite one. Why is that your favorite one? Not that it's not funny, but what what makes it your favorite? Well, his big old hands. It's like that's a it's a ridiculous like amount of clothing. And uh I think and Gino's just Gino's a really good actor. No, I like, mean he he nails it. He does. Every single H E B commercial performance is like he's he's like classically trained. I feel like I feel a little bit like they were delicate shaming Tony Parker, though. I mean, oh, yeah. Is that he's like, French. he's French. He's French. Is that what the joke is? They, he's got to like, be pretty boys, fancy. Yeah, he is fancy. Delicate. Um, when did fans stop hating Tony Parker and start loving him? Uh, I was always on board. I think most of my friends were just, they were fine with it. It's like, it's like the one naughty thing any Spur has ever done. And was it that bad? And it was allegedly, and it was text messages, right? It, we didn't hear that anything actually physical happened. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, okay, so that's when they drafted him, did people like him? Like when they, cause like he came, came out of nowhere, nobody really knew who he was. Yeah, um, but then we learned that Pop was just known for that, just taking nobodies and making them, you know, he's just like, he, he's, uh, he, it's like Play-Doh. He just, he molds them into whatever he wants, so. And then, so, um, all right, so back to the commercials. Um, okay, so we just played that one. What, so you guys knew that Kawhi actually had personality. Uh, no, I, I still don't buy it. I still don't buy it. You think it. it's just all acting? Because there's a lot of commercials with him. I think he's just autistic or something. <laughs> just mildly on the spectrum somehow. Because 
he's a cool guy, but cool guys can be on the spectrum. Uh, it just, I, I never, I never got enough words out of him. That laugh is just, that's a bad laugh. I hope nothing funny ever happens to him again. Cause I don't want to hear that laugh again. It's a creepy ass laugh. Yeah. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> That's the way a robot would laugh, like as the batteries are being drained. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, some other commercials I'll share with you and then we can talk about. The heck is that? It's a chicken retreat. It provides a welcome shelter from the sun and rain. A chicken what? Retreat. Now we can have local natural chicken anytime we want. But we can already have local 100% natural chicken anytime from HEB. Where did you get this with anyway? Funny story. These guys are crazy. Mono made me do it. HEB fresh local chicken from Texas Farms with no artificial ingredients or preservatives. They're just okay. so cute I've... together. They're so cute. Tim Duncan is probably, seems like he's the worst actor of them. Oh yeah, he's definitely the, yeah, he's the weakest link when it comes to acting. And but that's, that's also just him too. That's kind of like, he's like, you know, he's like a monotone kind of person to begin with. So I think we're getting out as much as we could. Have other businesses picked up on it? Or is it just H-E-B that's doing these? I, I think I saw like a car commercial with Danny Green that was weird once, but. Oh, what? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, that H-E-B, those are the only commercials I've ever really seen, but I've also been gone so many years like for 13 years and I just, I didn't really, you know, unless I was home yeah. or something like I, I'd only catch the HEB commercials, but those are the only ones I want to watch anyway. They're so entertaining. Yeah. Were they, were they running when you were a kid? Mm -mm. No, I don't remember them ever coming. I, I don't remember them ever seeing commercials when I was a kid like that. Now the Spurs, but do other teams do this? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I've, funny commercials. I know that the uh, Cleveland Cleveland is known for their bad local commercials, and so the Cleveland Cavaliers have done some some good ones that you can find on YouTube. Hmm. Um, I think there's one with like Mozgov that's real weird. Get this week's dog out of here! I'm hungry for the Brew Garden. Fabulous food, fine spirits, fantastic people. My home away from home. The Brew Garden. Uh, but like the Spurs, for whatever reason, are known for it. I think ma ma mainly because people just think that Spurs have no personality, so it's even weirder. Yeah. And, um, they do have, when they, they show that they actually have some sense of humor. Yeah, and uh, they, get, they, they push out so many a year, or like every season. I'll see a couple of spots every season. And like now, their whole thing, because all like the greats are gone, you know, Patty's still there, but... Um, we have a lot, we have a lot of commercials now where they're at this retirement community, like okay. or, or, yeah, retirement ranch, Spurs retirement ranch. So you see like Gervin, Sean Elliott's there, uh, Bruce Bowen. They have a, a yeah, they got oh, really? more. So even HEB is giving up on the current team, and they're like, just remember yeah. when we were great. Yeah, yeah, like whenever uh, whenever uh, Manu retired, never twenty retired, they still made spots with them because. They're just so damn good. So who is the most liked? Like, what about DeRozan? Do people not like him? Uh, I like him. I don't really know any, I don't think anybody really has any beef with him here. I haven't heard anybody say that, no one really poo-poos him here, not that I know of. But then yeah. again, I've only talked to like you and three other people in the past couple of months. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored that yeah. we are getting this. Um, so did you grow up going to games? Yeah. Uh, not too often, but I mean, tickets are always so expensive. But now that I'm all grown up, I'm like, y'all are just cheap. because shit's only like 15 bucks. Like, why aren't we going? But it was kind of a pain in the ass to get downtown and all. And what was what was the closest you ever sat? Dude, we saw the, uh, I saw the Sonics play. I was on the third row behind the backboard. I don't know how my brother got these tickets. I think like he got them at work. He couldn't go. So he gave them to me and my uh, best friend at the time. We were in ninth grade. And so we're like, we got to get on. We got to get on the Tron. We got to be seen. So he like wore these same Nike t-shirts and rolled up our jean shorts. And we wore like Ninja Turtle band-aids on our faces. <laughs> Did y'all do that? Did y'all do that? No. <laughs> what year was this? 95? Yeah, like 95, something like that. And we're like, man, let's both pull our hair back, side ponytail, like we're going to get seen. Uh, I don't think we got on, though. I don't know how they missed us. We were identical. I mean, I feel like you would have remembered if you had gotten on after putting yeah. all that effort into it. I know. No, it didn't work. I don't that know what was he like, do That was like the, the Sean Kemp uh, Sonics, right? Oh, and that's one of the best dunks I've ever seen in my absolute entire life. I saw that game, I saw him like take off. And I guess it's because I was there in the flesh and I got to witness it. Because a lot of times you see highlights and you're like, oh yeah, that's cool. But when you see it live, like firsthand, like the dude took off at the free throw line and just kept ascending till he hit the basket. Yeah. And I had never seen a dunk last that long. Yeah, I can't imagine what that was like to see in person. Yeah, that's great. And then like fast forward a few years later and he was like fat. Yeah. He got real fat. He was just like, I don't even think he was playing. I think he just like came into town for like All Star Weekend or something. I don't know, but yeah, he's like, you know, like a hamburger face. Yeah, no, he fell off. His career fell off like real quick. Unfortunately, yeah. he was he he burned bright for for just a short while. Um, he was so good. I thought he was great. Yeah. See, I didn't. So I lived a couple hours outside of Phoenix. Uh, my dad like never ended up taking us to Suns games again. Like because he said it was too expensive um if we did go down to phoenix to see a game he would take us to the minor league hockey <laughs> minor league hockey game we had the phoenix roadrunners just because that's all he said he could afford um Cute. so i never got to see like the charles barkley fans yeah. live or yeah. any of that but um since i tried to go to games the, the i think the best tickets i've got was like fourth row behind the visitors bench this is when i was living in l uh, this is when i was living in new york and the suns had come to play uh the brooklyn nets so i was so the suns were on the visitor side i was like four rows up behind them that was the closest i've ever sat uh because nobody cared about the suns in new york and <laughs> so nobody bought tickets for that game the suns were real bad the nets were real bad so it, yeah I don't have any good like, sh- I, I didn't wear like uh, Ninja Turtle band aids under. Oh, Ninja Turtle band aids, man! I didn't That's try to get up. on the big. I literally just went to that game by myself. <laughs> I couldn't even get a friend to go with me. Well, I was around. I go to any game. Well, you I'm you were in New York. Oh right, never mind. Can't afford a <laughs> ticket just for that. <laughs> and now for our last quick break, and we'll be right back. I know a lot of you have a lot of long days right now thinking about where your life went and what you'd probably like to do when you come back from all this pandemic 
quarantining. Have you ever thought about starting your own sports book? Yeah, that would be a great idea for something for you to do, right? Okay, so I bet you don't know how. Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. That's six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. So how does it feel like the end of the dynasty here? I was bummed out. Um, I canceled my cable. I canceled because I was like, well, you know, I don't need to see any more TNT. And really, that that's the only reason I had cable. And, and once my team broke up, I was like, well, there's no need for me to spend an extra $26 a month on cable. So I canceled it all. And uh, it was an adjustment because after every single season, while we were, you know, all these years, I would go into like a little funk for about three weeks after every season. Cause I'm like, no more basketball. Yeah. And I'd watch basketball like three times a week. So that's a big chunk of my life that was going to be altered. Yeah. And no, I mean, I've, I've been, you know, I was watching a ton of basketball this season for I mean, for this podcast, but also always been watching a lot of basketball. It's weird right now. Like not having it. Um, I keep, you know, like I'll go to uh, around four o'clock out here is usually when the league pass games would start. And I keep checking the schedule like it's going to magically reappear, but it doesn't. It's just like a force of habit. Yeah. Have you been just like checking on Donovan Mitchell? Like as soon as this whole thing broke, I was like, everybody that had coronavirus, I'm like, I just got to make sure these guys are still alive. Like that was kind of like my reference point. Like, okay, if they're still alive and Donovan's just messing around, he's just posting video games and stuff. Yeah, you know, he's fine. Like he he's in that like NBA 2K players only tournament that ESPN did. Yeah, so. that's all he talks about. So I'm yeah, like, okay, no. well, this dude's still alive, so it can't be that bad. <laughs> he is like a, a young physical specimen though. So yeah. I, he would, of all people, he would overcome it. So I wouldn't right. necessarily base your entire opinion on if it's okay if since he's overcome it, but he's good. Idris is good. Who cares? No, just kidding. But who was the first guy that got it again? Gobert. We, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, yeah. So I was he was he was it was radio silence on his Twitter. So I was worried. Yeah, no, everybody was just I think it was because everybody was mad at him because he was like yeah, goof, he was goofing on it and touching all the stuff. And then like so I am sure his PR people were just like, Hey, just you know, be quiet. Everybody hates you right now. And they're blaming yeah. you for the canceling NBA season. I, I thought that it was his fault, but Yeah, smart a, move though. That's smart. It's not smart. It's not smart. But like yeah, whenever basketball ends, like I used to get so I was so invested. And so when it was over, I was so sad. And like my dog would even like he'd hide from me because I'd get so angry sometimes. I even had a girlfriend over one weekend. Uh this was like years ago. And she had never been around me watching a game. And I don't think she liked what she saw. And because I was pissed. We lost. I can't remember who was again who was against but I left the apartment. I like left the apartment for 20 minutes and I took a walk and my boyfriend had to apologize for me. He's like, she's just really upset at the game. Don't freak out. Like she'll be back. You just, just give her a moment. Just give her time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's caused, um, my reaction to games has definitely caused, uh, caused arguments with my wife about yeah. stuff. Um, you know, we have a Chihuahua and the Chihuahua will shake when the game yeah. is on because she knows I'll start yelling and we'll leave the room. 
yeah. doesn't like it. actually she's oddly become like used to it now um so it's fine but yeah for a while it was not good um and also i don't know why i should get so mad the suns have been bad for so long you think i would be used to it but no i still get totally invested every year every game counts every game every game hurts it shouldn't hurt anymore for me either but it's like if i i think it's because it's like it's time it's time wasted if you lose it's like yeah. i can't get those two and a half hours back yeah you wasted my day <laughs> yeah i yeah i mean you're right but um you know, it's still, it's still bad. I would take losing basketball right now, though. That's the thing. I would take watching True. a game where I knew I was going to lose just because it would be games. But yeah. So uh, last year, was last year the year you knew that uh, things were coming to an end with the dynasty? Uh, whenever Tim Duncan went, yeah, left, I was like, that's it. That's they were it. still good after he left. It was, but it, I just knew that, like, that was the, that was a, that was the peak. It's like that was the, the daddy. And once you lose your daddy, it's all just going to fall apart. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was crying. I was bawling. You were, you were bawling when he retired. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, you admit, though, he clearly was at the age where he should have retired. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that whole playoff season, like, I remember, like, watching him like run all the way till I couldn't see him anymore down the tunnel and just like crying the entire time every single game I was like these are the last games I'm going to see this person this is like the end of like a chapter in my life this is it's literally half of my life like 19 years that's half of my life that I've that I've walked this earth with this other person that has walked this earth and played this game with me that's rough Becky <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm not gonna cry no, I'm not going to cry. Um, cry what's, but how does it feel to like see him on the bench? Like now as coaching. I love it. I think it's great. I think that's where he belongs. He looks good there. Um, what about the hair, though? The hair's I bad. Hair. No, I love it. I think, he, I think he looks better. and I think he's like sexier now than he ever was as a basketball player. Really? Like, and Gray looks good on him. Like, and seeing him like in, in clothes, like... He looks, he looks good. Oh, but also whenever you see these like HEB retirement ranch commercials, he's got the dreads and don't get grossed out. He's wearing goggles too, like dune buggy. He's in a dune buggy and he's wearing goggles. It's real stupid. <laughs> he looks kind of like a Seth Green and can't hardly wait. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. I will definitely look that one up. Um, so when's Pop going to retire? this is it i think well i thought it was going to be this year i thought but now i think maybe just one more year i have a feeling he might just just because we got cheated out of this season one more run does tim duncan become the next head coach uh i think to be fair it should be becky yeah and i'm not saying that because i'm a becky but i think i think she deserves a shot yeah that'd be great yeah san antonio is kind of cool in that in that way like surprisingly we we are pioneers when it comes to stuff like that like the uh college i went to utsa they were the first to have a gay fraternity and like even snl like uh like the weekend update or whatever yeah yeah they talk about that i'm like oh that's pretty cool and like we're uh now we have that like um it's like a cheer squad we don't have cheerleaders anymore we have like a cheer squad and it's like mm-hmm. guy and girl dancers uh family friendly uh and, yes. Popov- and Popovich has been 
I mean, he has been openly political against Trump. Does he get backlash for that in Texas? Not that I know of. We love our pop. I think I think even people who normally would be Republicans, I think sometimes when it comes to pop, they're like, ah, we'll let you know, we'll let this guy pass. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with his politics, but damn it, he's a good coach. I'll yeah. Shut up if he if you're a winner, they'll let it slide. Yeah, and also because so many people that like are Republicans here, um, a lot of them do have that military background, and then because Pop has that military background, they're they're willing to uh, like, accept him as is. Yeah, no, I get that. I get he gets that. Notoriety here. Um, all right. Any other big Spurs memories you want to throw out there? Mm, oh, I uh, I had a dinner with the coyote once. <laughs> Me and my parents. Oh, what? <laughs> How are, uh, thank you for saving this for us. This is like the big tease. Okay, so uh, set the stage. The, um, this was uh, the I think coyote was, is the what's the coyote's he's the first name? Mascot. Yeah, right. I don't he's know his real his real name is Howardy, but I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know his real name, uh, but uh, I think it was like fifth grade or I mean, no, I think it was like sixth grade. But I I there was this a uh, writing competition, this essay competition called mm-hmm. mind your manners and so it was all about uh table etiquette you know all about just being a uh, tidy when you're eating and having good manners yeah and i won me and like four other kids in the city won this contest and so i got to have dinner at uh this hotel downtown uh me and my parents <sighs> I had to come along uh, my parents yeah and the chaperone. yeah yeah uh, so we just got to, we got treated to a meal and I don't remember the coyote eating. I just remember him like being in the room and just like patting our heads and stuff as he walked by. Well, how would he have eaten? He is in a costume. He's got to do the fake eat, you know, the pretend eat where he just like puts food up to his face and mow, 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 just like, you know, flaps his gums, but doesn't really ingest. Um, but he didn't say- took off his mask, took off the whole helmet, the whole mask thing and just ate. I'm a regular guy down here. Did you get to take a photo with him? Do you have photos of him? God, I wish. No, no. That was before everybody had a cell phone that was just snapping photos constantly. Right. Yeah. Mom and dad didn't know any better to take a picture of that. They probably figured I'd have dinner with them again sometime. Because their kids hey, are you still, you still might. <laughs> Once this, you know. Well, I also won a writing competition uh, in elementary Um for I can't remember what that what the topic of that one was, but I won our school's first Apple computer. Wow! For my school for my elementary, but guess what? Old Becky got nothing. Well, I got a stupid trope. Oh, actually, I have it here. I have it somewhere. It's like this big. It's tiny. So you got a trophy for winning for winning your school. I the first uh, Mac. Yeah, the first computer. Apple, Apple computer, computer in my elementary school. The only one. And I didn't it, even get my name like engraved on it or anything. It's just, what a rip. It might have been the first Apple computer in all of Texas for all you know. Probably. Probably. That's how uh, you should start using that as a credit. <laughs> One, the first uh, <laughs> Apple computer in all of Texas. Not that you guys would know, but you could thank me. <laughs> well, uh, th- thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been good. It's good seeing you. I'm glad you're yeah, doing well. Too. And yeah, healthy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, stay, stay, keep washing those hands. Oh, I'm going to do that right now as soon as we're done. Bye.